what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! You ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. A little soggy out there. It's a soggy hump day. How about that? It's Wednesday, January the 31st in the year of the Lord, 2024. Man, January went by in a in just a blink of an eye it's crazy but this is it this is last day of january and uh 2024 this is ah this is episode 1013 <laughs> hey dude uh, this is episode one uh 1013 1013 of the brian hank show presented by our good friends over at lenore community college my co-host john dawson and jonathan massey why they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for a rousing edition of who sang it we, we, we decided to get away from the birthday game for a day, Mike Martin, and uh, hey, we, we, we played uh, Who Sang It uh, for today's show. Nice. Uh, uh, we have a great show for you today. You've already heard his voice say something. Something. <laughs> there you go. What's happening, man? Man, it's going to be a great show today, dude. It's got to be better than yesterday, dude. I, 1,012 shows as of yesterday, 1,013. I got to tell you, yesterday's nothing against Richard Clark, who was awesome. Uh, nothing against Burt Potter, who was awesome. It was just one of those. You ever just have those struggle bus days, Mike Martin? Yeah, most of them in it. Why? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday dude it was just one of those days and, and it all started i had a guest that was scheduled to come on and, I, and i'm not going to denigrate her but it just threw everything off and i had rearranged the whole day uh, you know usually how i have uh, my regular guests you know sure, in the first hour sure. i had mixed that up my regular guest was scheduled for the second hour because she had class and then coach potter had a, a meeting at eight o'clock so had first off Dude, I'm a creature of habit. Flip okay. the script and all goes to pieces. And it just, dude, it was just a, a, it was a cluster. Is that a good way? It was a cluster yesterday. Uh, but you know what, dude? We got through it. We put a quality, well, that's hey, you know. we put a show out yesterday. And uh, some days it's about uh, just getting through it. Dude, and that's just what yesterday was, man. But in today's, it's all right, dude. We're, we're, Three minutes into it, it's already started better than it did uh, yeah. yesterday. Well, okay. it is it is a nasty morning in Kenston, Lenore County. It's uh, it is rainy and cold, and you know that little taste of warm weather we got has uh, gone away. But we could be getting some snow. Have you uh, seen that February fifth and sixth, whatever days of the week those are? I no, saw the uh, National no. Weather Service thing on that. That uh, I did not I see you shake your head. I did in not a, like snow. Really? No, 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 oh, dude. I love snow, man. I, I mean, mean snow is fine if you can stay inside and yeah, yeah. Your electricity doesn't go out, and you know, no. You need to live on this block, dude. I'm telling you, and watch out. I'm going to jinx myself. We'll be without power for the seven of the next eight weeks. But, yeah, but I'm serious, your dude. Your when neighbors they... have a bounty on your head. 
Yeah, they and they would. They would. But, uh, dude, very, you know, of course I say it a couple of times a show right here on Whitehall Drive here in Kinston. Did you know where you are right now is the high, and you might think there's other places in Kinston where it would be different, but it's not true. You're at the highest point in Kinston right here on this street. This street, unless the Temple of Brian sits at the highest point, (laughs) dude. Unless we had a uh, like a cat, when I say a catastrophic flood, it would have to be forty feet. You know, usually we get them at twenty-seven feet or the most twenty-seven, twenty-eight feet. It would have to be forty feet. I mean, even you think about uh, when you go towards downtown, you got that big house up on the hill. We're actually, believe it or not, at a higher elevation right here than it even is over there, dude. Yeah, no, you're. uh... You're on solid ground here, my man. I'm telling you, well, I, I found that out well, when I first started working for uh, uh, emergency services back in 2016, and Matthew came through, and I had said something to Roger Dale about, Storms you know, like Matthew will make you uh, figure out where the highest point is. Exactly. Exactly. But I'd ask uh, Roger something about, man, well, what are the odds that, you know, Whitehall Drive could get flooded? And he looked at him and he goes, Hanks? Like I can't do his, uh, you know, his voice, but he's like, basically like, Hanks, man, you, what are you talking about? You're at the highest point in all of Kansas. I said, well, what about that? You know, that big fancy house down on, uh, yeah, yeah. we're higher. We're actually two feet higher. So right here than it is down there. So, well, I say all that to say this, it's me knocking on wood again. If things go sideways. We're Everybody's coming to, the, coming, coming to the temple of Hanks. There you go. But, uh, we keep our power longer too. There's something about the grid we're on here. I can't explain it. Okay. Now, I, now I'm going to say <laughs> anyone that lives on Whitehall drive now will be an ideal time to go buy a generator <laughs> because Hanks just said, but, but here, listen, power doesn't go off. That's me knocking on wood here on my solid uh, wood desk here. But here's what's crazy. You know the holders, don't you? There's Lee and Kathy. all those bobbleheads. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I do know the holders, yes, sir. But when I left during Matthew, you know, I just left the free press, and I went on a little sabbatical before Roger Dale brought me back uh, to be the PIO. <laughs> uh, Kathy Holder, next-door neighbor here, said, this house, for whatever reason, was the only house that kept its power during Matthews. Said, because I guess I'd left a couple of lights on in the house. They're without power. They're without power across like, everybody around us. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. This house right here was None the only one that kept its power. Hanks, the, the <laughs> golly, man. The temple yeah. of Hanks. So the highest point in Kenston, and for whatever, and I'm not saying we've not, we've been knocked out of power before in the past, especially uh, when a, a, a pole went out across the street over there but uh man just very blessed i don't know what it is well, i mean and your backdoor neighbor now is john stucker who is uh the king of uh of um lineman really Did, what just directly behind me or just somewhere back there on one of those streets well now he's i I've, i know where they live obviously yeah. i know where you live yeah. but the way that road that slight turn mm-hmm. In St. George, it's hard for me to to line it up, but they've got that big white utility building, okay. metal building. But no, uh, the our, our good friends, good Presbyterians, uh, <laughs> Car- good Presbyterians, Caroline Sudreth and uh, John Stucker, uh, recently uh, recently engaged. Maybe you could offer them some uh, marital counseling. Seems oh so yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you're. 
newlyweds uh, are one year, uh, one year. Good lord, our one month anniversary was yesterday. There you go. They said so, it wouldn't last. Well, you know, Rhonda Barwick lives back there too. A city manager lives back there on St. George. I'm starting to see <laughs> something coming together here. Hank. Yeah. It's like Dan Sale lives as the crow flies. Yeah, 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 yeah. By yeah. the way, we got we need to uh, offer him congratulations too on his uh, upcoming. Uh, retirement too. Uh, yes, yes. And I know competitor and all not, that, but still, man, he's a good dude. Man. He is. Dan, Dan he, is a. He's not a competitor. Yeah. No sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's a good dude, and um, you know, he's done a lot for our community, oh, yeah. and uh, so so what, to go to what you were saying, yeah, uh, some pretty cool people live right along this stretch right here, uh, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's uh. A power. This is the power alley. <laughs> I don't know if it's power, the power alley. Power alley. I mean, all right, Hanks. Let's talk some sports, bro. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Let me tell you who's coming up in our second. Or I tell you Ooh, what. Why don't whoop. you, Mike Martin, tell everybody who's coming up in our second hour? Uh, it's an exciting day for the Brian Hanks show. His second visit, um, and uh, recently uh, announced manager of the San Diego Padres, uh, Mike Schilt. Yeah. We uh we did a little uh pre-recorded sesh yesterday with uh with Mike and uh yeah it was really great catching up with him um for those of you who haven't had a chance to meet Mike Mike uh um uh North Carolina native uh Charlotte Mecklenburg County area and uh and has um some some ties and lots of friends here in Kinston um, you know, if you get a chance to, to take a listen, you'll see, you know, Brian, you and I have talked about it on a couple of different occasions, but it, he, he is the manager of the San Diego Padres and he took time out of his schedule to, you know, 15, 20 minute chat with Brian and I, um, and you know, not to diminish what Brian has accomplished here with his show, but you know, it, it shows the kind of character he has, uh, and Brian and I both have commented, I mean, the most humble, the most down to If you ran into him in downtown Kenston, I don't know why you yeah. would, but if you were walking downtown Kenston, you'd have no idea. you just pass cross paths I mean, with the manager it, of the San Diego yeah, Padres. He could just as easily be a, 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 a tobacco farmer, yeah. a, you know, pharmacist. I mean, he's just the most down-to-earth, great guy. It was fun to talk. You know, we talked a lot of, you know, the transition of their their roster. We talked about, you know, the opportunity they've got for some young players to really step up. Um, Yeah, and we talked a little bit about – baseball philosophy and well um, you talked to you brought you had i think one of the best questions uh and everybody you'll get to hear this in the second hour we should go ahead and tell people that too yes i think you and i'll go for a few minutes into our second hour and then we'll turn it over Perfect. to that yeah, uh sounds great that interview that we did with him but i love the question that you asked him about the pitch clock and uh all that and man he just gave such a thoughtful answer you know who he reminds me of and i know this is a I wouldn't say low hanging fruit because he's such a good guy, but he reminded me a lot of Chris Hatcher. Yeah. Hatch is a lot yeah, the same way. Yeah, you know? and I mean, and and I think guys who um, who earned it, yeah. like you know, Mike Hatcher. 
I mean, uh, Mike, Mike Hatcher. Hatcher. <laughs> Did you just marry Mike to Chris Hatcher? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chris Hatcher is a dime. <laughs> he um, is a dime. <laughs> so, probably the first time that phrase has ever been used is <laughs> to describe Chris Hatcher. You know, but, we've got to tag him on this now, yeah, okay? To hear, but, to hear Mike Martin call Chris Hatcher a dime. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's. <laughs> it's really interesting to me the trajectory that Mike Schilt's career took. I mean, he was a lifelong um, scout, uh, minor league, you know, coach, player personnel type player, person, right? Player development, and that that was the role that he um, that was the role that he took with the Padres after. And look. Um, great success with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, let go. I mean, after, after winning 91 games and and five winning seasons, I think. And, um, a man national league manager of the year. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, well, I mean, no reason to go into the reasoning why he was let go, but you know, he, um, he went over to the, to the Padres and, and was helping them, you know, develop younger players. He, you know, coached third base when Matt Williams, uh, was out with, uh, some health issues, I think cancer treatments maybe. And, you know, just another one of those situations where he left St. Louis goes to San Diego and is like, Hey, look, wherever you need me, whatever you need me to do, I'm here to, to do it. And then, you know, you, you wrapped up our interview with a, a great question about the uh, the the former owner of the Padres who passed away recently and uh, passed away a week before he took yeah, over as manager. Yeah, and um, and you know and and Mike talks about his the importance of of him in his life and you know just I think uh, I think you're gonna see what a great guy he is and um, and how it's gonna be easy to root for the Padres this year. Well, as we told him as we wrapped up the interview. Uh, I mean, dude, I'll be watching the Padres all season. Yeah, Pirates, you know? and pa- Pirates and Padres. Actually, we could go double Pirates because, you know, uh, the um, I think the director of amateur scouting is uh, the son of Rob and uh, Sandy Skirving. Wow. Who, uh, you, know, you know who you know the Skirvings, don't you? I know the yeah. name. I don't know him. Huh? So Rob is the uh, um, presiding bishop. I think for the Episcopal Church of our region, and uh, they they uh, have just purchased a new home in Beaufort and moved down to the coast. Uh, but and Sandy's a, a a regular listener. Sandy Scarving is uh, wow. one of the sweetest human beings on the planet, and um, and so uh, maybe maybe we can uh, get their son uh, get their son on the show one of these days. I and love it, especially with. Uh, Scotty Bugatti's connections with Paul Skeens, you know, and the Pirates he's already got him here on the show once. You know that, right? Yep. Yeah, and, we had know, him here. And, and so Scotty Bugatti. Scottie. By the way, he just messaged me and said there's going to be a lot of Orioles and Padres games here in this house this year. So he's absolutely I, right about I, well, that. And look, I mean, we need to get him in here for you know his uh, insight on the Angelos family selling the Orioles. You talk about a solid investment, ninety three. Buy the Orioles for a hundred and seventy three million dollars, which and, at the time was a lot of uh, money. Yeah. I mean, in nineteen ninety three, you know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> they sold one point <coughs> seven billion. That's a pretty good investment. Solid. 
Yeah, solid very. return, solid return on that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, um, I'd be curious to know, uh, Scotty's, uh, Scotty's thoughts on, well, the, he ought to come in here, yeah, like, but he just messaged me and said, uh, uh, he said, he said a lot of Orioles and well, no, he said Orioles fans are on cloud nine right now. And he's absolutely right about that. Uh, Keith Spence is listening right now. Uh, yeah. And he said, if we get Paul Skeens back on, which we've had him on and we're, uh, like I said, Hey, he and Scott are boys. No joke. They message each other all the time, dude. But, uh, he said, uh, Paul, Spence, Paul Skeens knows Scotty Bugatti's trajectory. Yes, he's on he an upward climb. Well, this is what Spence said, and I agree wholeheartedly. You should, if you don't, then you need to Google this. He said, if we get Paul Skeens back on, we need to get his girlfriend on. You're too. not wrong. You're not wrong. Look, I've, yeah. Keith, Keith Spence is <laughs> under, Keith Spence is under, uh, undervalued his intelligence. <laughs> and he just showed right there. Yes, sir. Olivia Dunn. Fire, fire, yeah. That's if a good you think, look, I think Hatch. We're is two. A dime. We're two happily married men. Yeah, but I, we're not blind. I think Hatch <laughs> is a dime, which means <laughs> which means Olivia what Dunn really a silver <laughs> dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Well, this show's out of control already. That's all right. Hey, uh, let us. Uh, like I said, uh, Mike Martin. We've got him here for the show today, and then Mike Schilt. In our second hour, uh, let's get you caught up on everything uh, that happened last night. It was mostly, uh, well, I tell you what, before we get to high school basketball, <laughs> Carolina lost last night. They surely did. <laughs> they surely did. It was justified as well. I mean, <laughs> it really was uh, an upset last night in Atlanta against Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech beats Carolina 74-73. to They rushed the court last night. Now, I'm not a big rushing the court advocate, Mike Martin, and that's something I don't think you and I have talked about, but, but, and I'll give you an example of the travesty that happened last week Ugh. at Parrot Academy when John Paul II comes in, and uh, they beat a three-win Parrot team, and I'm not denigrating Parrot. I love, in fact, I've been messaging with Clay Harrell this morning already, uh, the uh, head basketball coach at Parrot. Uh, I think he's he, he knew coming in it was going to be a, a tough season, rebuilding everything. But back to rushing the court, but and, and I think Coach Clay is doing a good job. Clay Harrell is doing a oh, fantastic job. But John Paul comes in, they win the game, then they try to rush the court when security tells them to back off. Uh, I guess anyway, just a, a bad situation happened there. We'll just well, leave the, it at yeah, that. Yeah, that I mean, I think there are a lot of things You know that, more than I do yeah, about this, Mike. I but. think there are a lot of things at play there yeah. and um and, and I think, you know But well, there, there let me interrupt you. There's the frustration of Parrot Academy knocking John Paul out of the playoffs, what, eighteen in the last twenty right. years? Okay, maybe right. I'm exaggerating a little bit because right. the school's only been around four years. Yeah. But but yeah, look, it's a huge rivalry between those two schools and you know the yeah, you know, I I don't think that in the long term is the worst thing that could happen out there for this reason. Um, Parrot Academy has done a tremendous job of developing a culture, and um, and a lot of the things that seep into other parts of society, uh, it takes longer for them to to hit within that culture. And I think what you're seeing is, um, you know, you, you, you just cannot, 
you know, it's going to give them an opportunity to uh, look at their security measures, mm-hmm. how they operate things on campus. And, and I think uh, it, the one thing that I know is coming out of this, Parrot Academy is going to be a better institution because of what took place. Well, Jason Bryant's listening, and he kicked in, and he's absolutely right. You Listen, no, 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 no. This is he's one thousand percent. He, he, oh, he, he said it to you too. Yeah. You don't rush the opponent's court. You don't. No, nah. that is stupid. You know what? If you go be a fan, cheer for your team, but you're not rushing. Good, and, and dude, and here's the, it wasn't kids like that. It wasn't kids rushing the court, Mike. It was a so-called adults from JP two that were trying to do this and. Just ridiculous. But yeah. anyway, back to last night in Atlanta. Uh, Georgia Tech beats Carolina. Yeah. One of the few times I was, okay, you know what? You're a team under 500, which is what uh, Georgia Tech was. Although, dude, do you know at home they've beat now three nationally ranked teams? They beat Duke uh, yeah. back in December. They beat Mississippi State, who was number 21. Now they beat number three Carolina, yet you're 9 and 10 overall. But anyway, anyway. You beat the number three team in the nation on your home court. Guess what, Mike Martin? I think you've got every reason in the world to rush the court. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I I watched um, probably 95% of that game. Um, Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, Georgia Tech played great. I mean, Georgia Tech played great. Um, Carolina didn't make their free throws. I mean, they missed eight. Eight free throws. Uh, I think they were nine, nine of seventeen from the free throw line. Uh, you know, in the oddity of that game, and you lose by one. Right. The oddity <laughs> of that game, honestly, to me was um, the ball handling for the Tar Heels. It just, it, like, it, it just, it didn't look like any game I'd watched them play this year. And I will say. Um, even the the game on um, Saturday against uh, who they play Saturday Florida State whoever maybe. it was yeah anyway so. anyway it was a game that they struggled uh, early and, and ended up winning you know fairly comfortably eight nine points but I I said to a buddy of mine I was like this is a game that they lose last year um, and but there are a few things about this team that concern me. Um, you know, Armando Baycott is soft. But look, he is like, he, he should get an NIL deal with Charmin because, <laughs> I mean, well you played, know, dude. Not, well not, played. And not the ultra strong. <laughs> not the ultra, you not know. Not bounty. Right. But, like, he is, uh, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I think what, and I, and I said this yesterday to someone, I said, when you look at this year's team and you look at the numbers that Armando Baycott has amassed, um, two years ago, he had Brady Manick, who was a stretch four. Last year, it was Pete Nance, another stretch four. So he's never had a guy in the post with him that was, uh, you know, that, that was a, a, deep, a defensive player and rebounder. And Harrison Ingram is a man. Yeah. And, I mean, he is ripping down boards and, you know, <laughs> that that fell on Baycott's chest when he was laying in the paint previously. And, and look, I, I, 
I love Armando Baycott. I think, you know, I think that he is. Well, he's been there like eight years. You better well, love him. Yeah, but, you know, but good on him, you know, for, you know, committing to that university. And, 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 you know, and here's the other thing. You know, he's probably making half a million dollars this year and living the life. I mean, you know, we see Scotty Bugatti living that dream life ever in Greenville, you know, the life of the college kid. And I mean, if he was making half a million dollars, his ass would never leave Pitt County. (laughs) I mean, you know, but it's, I say it all the time and, and you and I've talked about it before. There's no way there's, there's no, uh, skill. There's nothing in the combine. There's no test you can take to tell you what a player's going to do once they get that bag. Yeah. Once they, I mean, there's no way to know how hard they're going to continue to work once they get paid. And that's what separates the goods and the greats. Well, I talked to Richard yesterday, Richard Clark, our uh, NBA and hoops expert. And we talked specifically about Armando Bacot and, Rich, let me tell you something. Rich is a league pass dude, man. I mean, he watches wow. three to four to five hours a night of league pass. I mean, he is the reason I have him on on Tuesdays is because he knows his he knows his basketball and he knows his uh, NBA. I ask him about Baycott, and he's like, "A, he's probably if he gets drafted, it's going to be late in the second round. Yeah, he's not a first round." And I asked him, will he be in the league five years from now?" And he said, "No." no. I mean, he, in fact, he he, he laughed. Uh, con, uh, What's the word? Uncontrollably. Well, not uncontrollably, but Mani- laughed at me maniacally. like uh, something <laughs> like that. Like, uh, dude, come on now. He he won't be in the league well five years from now. But I but but talk about someone who's cut out a night. He's going to end up being one of the all time Tar Heels, dude. One and, of the top ten Tar and, Heels and of with all good, time, and with good reason. Um, you know, I I I'm sure there are people out there listening that are like, man, he just you know destroyed Baycott, and that's that's not really the. Th- my view of Baycott, I mean, I think he is one of the one of the greats. But Man, um, the texts are coming in. Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. One directly at you here, Greg Clemens. I know that guy. You do know that. Guy. <laughs> I'm having lunch with him today. Nice, I'm having lunch nice. with him. Well, he's paying me for uh, his NC State losing to uh, where y'all where, where y'all dying. Love it. You ought to join us. I, I might do that. Did you hear that, that, Mr. Clemens? We'll do that. But. Uh, but this is a direct quote. Mike Martin showing his true colors pulling for UNC cheat. I thought he was an ECU pirate. And then he said, but we will celebrate the UNC cheat loss with a lunch at Lovick. So, there dude, yeah, meet us there hey, today. I, I might. 12, 15. Hey, watch this, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll get us a big crowd out of That's Lovick it. today. That's it. Uh, Linda said ABC. Woohoo! Mm. There's a lot of O's in this woohoo here. Jason Bryant said uh, the loss was not good for his Blue Devils. He said Carolina wins by 15 Saturday, which nah, chance. the next uh, logical. Bad nah, chance. Really? Okay. Nah. Carolina Duke, Saturday night. Duke's got the best player in the ACC. Kyle Filipowski is so good. He is, but he remind. in fact, calling back to yesterday's show with Rich, Phil, he compared, he said Filipowski's a lot better than Baycott, but he sees a lot of similarities in the two of and the number one thing being Filipowski, he's got a good skill set, but it's very limited and he's not got any quickness whatsoever. If you match up and I agree with him, I've watched a lot of Duke and Filipowski. I bet you have. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, Scotty Bugatti, as you call him here uh, in the house. Uh, uh, but, uh, Filipowski's just got no foot speed. That's the thing that bothers me. He's got a good skill set. He can shoot. 
He, he's actually an underrated defender. I think he's a pretty good defender. But, dude, his foot speed is just awful. And that's what's going to cost him at the next level. Well, I mean, look, this weekend, Duke is a superior team. I mean, yeah. I need all Duke fans to hear me say this. You See, guys that's are a Carolina better. guy talking down you guys your are opponent. Better. I mean, or, I mean, talking up your opponent, talking yeah. up your opponent, dude. You know, there's no better team in the oh, ACC than the Duke God. Blue Devils. Hey, guess who's number three in the ACC? I don't right know. Now? I don't know that they're not. You know, oh, a top tier NCAA title contender. I dis- um, well, they're they're hurt right now. I know. I see what you're doing <laughs> over there. I see what you're doing over there. It's called reverse jinx. Listen, Scotty, this is the number three team in the ACC is right now. Out of nowhere. Those good, the fighting seas from uh, <laughs> the God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia. Anyway, hey, and they play tonight. They've got a game against Notre Dame tonight. But I will, uh, I will lose my free lunch if I don't talk about this. How about NC State last night against Miami? And I told Mr. Clemens he's listening right now, and I'm saying it now here on the air, Mike Martin. I'll say it today at lunch. I tried to get him to double or nothing bet on that. State were four-and-a-half-point favorites going into last night's game against Miami. They won by six, 74-68. Congratulations to to my Wolfie friends, Jimmy Smith and uh, Greg Clemens and John Clemens and uh, all my Wolfie friends. That's a pretty good win. Listen, Miami's a good team. Miami's a top-level ACC team, and – for state to win that, but see, here's what's going to happen, Miami. though. I can already tell you. Are you doing the Will Smith? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Keith Whitley, man. Come on. Keith Whitley? Yeah. Is he in Rotary? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that's a good win. Good win for yeah. state last night. But somehow my good friend Greg Clemens is going to find some way to denigrate who I think should probably be the ACC Coach of the Year this year in Kevin Keats. Hmm. <laughs> I think that is a um, <laughs> I, that if 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 Kevin Keats wins ACC Coach of the Year, uh, something dramatic is going to happen. <laughs> They're going to win a lot of games year. between now and then, but uh, but yeah, listen, good win for NC State last night. Other games in ACC: Boston College defeated Syracuse eighty to seventy five. Clemson uh, defeats uh, Louisville seventy. To 64, we've got a couple of games, uh, again, uh, calling back to uh, the God-fearing Cavahoos of the University of Virginia. They take on Notre Dame tonight. That game is at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Unfortunately, I will not be watching that because I'm going to be at the ECU game tonight. Uh, Linda and I are going nice. to go use our season tickets and go nice. see uh, ECU take on South Florida. That game is at 7 o'clock tonight. And then uh, the other ACC game, Wake Forest is at Pittsburgh. And would you believe, okay, Wake Forest, 13 and 6 overall, 5 and 3 in the ACC. At Pittsburgh, 12 and 8 overall, 3 and 6 in the ACC. If you were setting the line for that, Mike Martin, how would you establish it? Mm. I love putting you to the test. This is cool. Pitt. You are the Las Vegas bookmaker for Wake Forest at Pitt. Again, Wake Forest, 13 and 6 overall. Five and three in the ACC. Pitt is twelve and eight overall. Three and six in the ACC. Where are you? How are you establishing that line tonight? Pitt by two. Dude, Pitt by a point and a half. Good job. I would have said Wake. I would have thought Wake by well, a point or well, Wake I by mean, a point and a half. I always figure. So, 
I think on a neutral court or on a neutral court, it's wake by a point and a half. I always think that your home court is going to give you three points. Dude, hey, you you did much better. Okay, let's play it for Virginia Notre Dame. Virginia's thir- uh, fifteen and five overall, six and three in the ACC. Notre Dame is seven and thirteen overall, two and seven in the league. Uh, how do you have that spread set? Where's the game at Charlottesville? Virginia by six, about thirteen and a half. Woo, do Lord they not know Virginia, honey. who can't score? And Lord, honey, I'm telling you. This is betonthebull.com, and if you feel like you want to put a couple of shekels down on this game tonight, I would bet on Notre Dame. I would take that Irish. thirteen. I would take that thirteen and a half and run to the bank with it. Turn it into green. Buy, uh, buy my baby some pretty jewelry, or, or you know something like that. Turn it into Notre Dame green. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Christ. Okay. Let's get you caught up on everything else real quick here. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Jason said Notre Dame is awful. I know they're awful, but they're not 13 and a half points awful, Jason. I'm telling you. I, when you're on the show tomorrow morning, Jason, and Virginia survived them 52 to 48 or something like that, which is what it'll be, or I'll even say 60 to 51, I think is what the final is going to be, something like that. Uh, oh, Lord. Jason wants to put a friendly wager. Hell yeah, I'll get a friendly wager. I'm over. I've already won one lunch here. I'll bet against my Cavahoos here, Jason Bryant. Uh, I will. Let's see. So, I want the thirteen and a half points. So he said. Jason Bryant says Virginia is going to win by fourteen or more. I'm saying Virginia win. I think Virginia wins, but it's going to be by thirteen or less. You're our witness, right, Mike Martin? I am the witness. There you go. I'm going to have two free lunches this week, man. I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, we're on Jason Bryant. Okay, let me get you caught up with everything else here. Uh, that is college ba- or LCC men's basketball. They are at Sand Hills in a non-region 10 game today. And then they'll be at nationally ranked Davidson-Davies Saturday at 3. Their next home game, Tuesday, February 6th versus Fayetteville Tech. I believe myself, I'm you're going to try to be there, there right? Yeah, well, yeah. Scheduled to appear, we'll say that. Brian Hanks, Mike Martin. Yes. Hey, I'm, I'm throwing Jacques Passleg out there, too. Yes. Uh, well, no, I need to talk to you about that because something even better is uh, coming uh, up. Wonderful. And he and, and this person listens to the show, so we can't really talk about Roger. it. Roger. There Roger. you go. No, his name's not Roger. But anyway. <laughs> Trying to get sent off the trail, Hank. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Uh, but uh, Tuesday, February 16th, like I said, hey, I'm throwing Jacques Passelag out there, too. He's going to be with us there, too, that night, right? French for champion. The French for champion. Is it really? No. Oh, okay. Hey, last night, lots of high school basketball. And I want to thank all these coaches as we go along who uh, none of the results were out there on Max Preps or on News News Sports or anything for the most part. And I messaged all these coaches at 6 and 6.15 this morning. Bikes came up big last night. But every coach responded to me. How about that, dude? Right, and I'll the, be giving the them voice, call outs here. The voice of Lenore County. Come on. Well, dude, I just I really appreciate them both. I was at Kenson last night and – Man, no trouble whatsoever with wow. East Dublin. They win 66 to 26. And you hear 66 26, you're like, wow, what a blow. It could have been much worse. I'm not joking. And I'm not denigrating East Duplin. They're just, uh, they, who was it that was telling me this? Uh, they don't care about basketball that much at East Duplin. They're, well, they're football powerhouse, you know, state champions and all this in football. They care about football. It's easy to say that when you get beat by 40. It's easy to say that when you get beat by 40. But uh, the Vikings boys won last night. However, the girls did lose. 
that final was 53 to 29 and here i go being the homer but it was much closer than that final score it was actually a pretty good game until the fourth quarter uh i believe they went uh uh East Duplin went on something like a 17-0 oh, run wow. yeah, yeah. Uh, late in the game to uh, make that score worse. Kenston is at Southwest Onslow on Friday. North and North, I want to thank Copperhead for uh, giving me the, the score update for this. The boys uh, lost 91-56 to uh, at Southwest Onslow last night. The girls lost 54-37. to uh, North and North, both boys and girls now 6-12 and overall, 2-5 and in league play. They are home versus Wallace Rose Hill on Friday. Man, I, thank you to South and North's coaches, too. Uh, the boys' coach, uh, Thomas Earp, uh, tough loss for them last night, 54-22 to uh, at or at home against Wallace Rose Hill. Thank you again, Coach Thomas Earp, for that score. Uh, the girls won, though, 41-39. to Thank you to uh, Coach Zach Pierce for that update. And he added a couple of notes here, too, for me. He said Tom Majette had uh, 13 points and 14 rebounds, and she hit – the two winning free throws with 12 seconds remaining nice. last night well against done. Wallace Rose well Hill. So, but again, thank you, Coach Pierce. Thank you, Coach Herb, too. Dude, you lose 54 to 22. It'd be easy to just say, you know what? This this dude is texting me at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I don't feel like responding to him, but he did. How about Parrot Academy, who lost their 13th game in a row last night? There he uh, is. Look at that young stallion. Scotty Bugatti. You leaving us? Oh, he's got class. So, uh, yeah. there you go. Uh, Parrot Academy, uh, they lost last night. Tough loss for them. But I want to thank Clay Harrell for uh, messaging me back last night or uh, this morning. I'm sorry. They lost 66 to 39 at Wilmington Coastal Christian last night. And uh, they will be home against New Bern Epiphany on Thursday, then home versus Richlands Liberty Christian on Friday. And I'll say what I've said now for the third day in a row here. Come on, Parrot Academy girls, uh, do better. They've not updated their max preps page since January 23rd, eight days ago, three games ago. So come on, Parrot Academy, do better. Uh, Bethel Christian Academy, that was our game of the week last night right here on uh, betonthebull.com. And how about this? They come away with an upset win last night. They uh, beat Goldsboro nice. uh, Faith Christian. Yep. Nice. Great job. I listened to uh, Barry Stallings, Harlan Neal, and Jason Bryant call that game last night when I left Kinston. I listened to them on my way home. Then I was sitting in front of the TV uh, watching State play last night and had but had the sound down on that and was listening to Barry, Harlan, and Jason on uh, on my phone. So uh, congratulations to uh, Burt Potter. Coach yep. Potter, the best. That dude is that dude is the best. He is. He's such a good dude. And, man, beard game. On fire. On fire, for sure. Uh, the girls, uh, well, like I said, they won last night 48-42. to 42. Uh, I don't know what the girls did. Uh, but, uh, hey, uh, Jason, let me know what the girls did because they were uh, wrapping up the girls game when they started the boys game last night. Uh, but their result, not on uh, Facebook or not on uh, Max Preps. Um we are uh, having a little bit of trouble right now. We will uh, cut everything off and cut it back on again. <sighs> so frustrating. It is what it is. So, hey, I'll keep going here. Green Central last night. Uh, the boys inched closer to uh, to uh, 500 last night uh, as they won 56-51 at home last night against Southwest Edgecombe. Uh, the girls... No result in that game last night, but the Green Central boys nine and ten overall, four and three in the uh, Eastern Plains two A. They are at West Craven today, and they are at Aiden Grifton on Friday. Uh, the, speaking of Aiden Grifton, the Chargers last night, dude, 
They were uh, at Farmville Central last night, and uh, they got swept. You want to guess what the boys' game score was last night? Uh, Farmville Central, 100-47. to 47. Man, Farmville Central's for real, though. Biscuits. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if they did that there, for sure. Uh, but uh, Aiden Griffin, like I said, and then the girls lost 53-23. to 23. Uh, ba, 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 ba. the Chargers are home versus Green Central on Friday. Jones Senior uh, last night uh, they were swept uh, against East Carteret. They lost ninety-one to seventy-one to the boys and sixty-eight to fifty-two to the girls. And the Trojans are home versus Northside Pine Town on Friday. Uh, home, go ahead. East Carteret, yeah, one last night. Dude, East Carteret's really good. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, dude, I'll just tell you the East Carteret boys there are thirteen and seven overall, and they're seven and zero in league play. How about the girls? They are eighteen and two overall, and seven and zero in league play. Yeah, that's Got not your alma mater. That is, that is East Carteret. Yes, yes, sir. I love yes, it. Sir. I love it. Sir. Uh, well, we should be back on now, and uh, I do apologize. Got knocked off the air there for a minute. Uh, hometown here, and if you uh, miss that, you need to listen to our replay because I'm not going to go back go through all those uh, scores again. Okay, <laughs> I would cut into uh, Mike Schilt time. It would the, cut uh, into Mike Schilt and Mike Martin time. Or the Who sang that? There you go. Oh, who sang? I love playing Who sang it, but that that's for the second hour. Okay, Brandon Ingram and uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. They uh, take on Reggie Bullock Jr. and Houston Rockets tonight. I will have my uh, DVR set for that. That game is at 8 o'clock, and the only place you will find it is on League Pass, so uh, sign up for that or whatever. I guess I'm selling now. I'm selling uh, those. Uh, Damian Dunn and the fourth-ranked Houston Cougars. They are at number eight Kansas Saturday at four on ESPN. Dontrez Styles and Georgetown, they, are, uh, they play Saturday when the Hoyas host number 14 Marquette at 2 o'clock on FS1. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, uh, they are today there at number 16 Auburn. That game is on ESPN2. Uh, Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State, struggling a little bit right now. They've, uh, they're 2-2 two two over the last four games. Uh, but big week for them there at Johnson C. Smith, or they host Johnson C. Smith Thursday at 730 Livingston College Saturday at four, and if you know anything about Winston Salem State, you know that's two of their biggest rivals. Should be a lot of fun uh, Thursday and Saturday at uh, Winston Salem State. Ashanti Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore uh, they play Saturday at Howard at two o'clock. Dante Ellis and Pitt Community College uh, they are uh, at Johnston Community College Thursday at seven thirty. Virginia Edmondson and Montreat College, uh, they travel to Columbia, South Carolina today to take on Columbia International University. That game is at 530. Uh, Coach Claude Shields and William Peace University, they are home versus North Carolina Wesleyan today at 7. So there you go. There is your update. Uh, You now know everything that's going on with local sports and with our hometown heroes. Let me uh, take a moment here to thank Lenore Community College. They've helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives for more than 65 years. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And thank you again, as we say every day here on the show, to our good friend, friend Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, to all the folks over at LCC for being 
the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. And thank you to all our other day one sponsors, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Technology Service Provider, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Arendel Parrot Academy, and then all our other sponsors that bring you this show every day. The number one show in Kinston and Lenora County. We well talked deserved. about that last week, well right? Deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Uh, uh, all our other sponsors, we really appreciate them. Uh, Elite Land Management, Chris Hatcher, uh, Down East Protection Systems, Tom Vermillion, uh, King's Restaurant, Joe and Angie Harga, Kinston Police Department, Sergeant, uh, uh, Sergeant Moody over there, uh, Davis Wholesale Tire, the title sponsor of our game coverage every uh, football Friday night and then uh, here in basketball season two. Thank you to Mills International, to Rillo Discount Drugs, to Lenore County Public Schools, to Lenore Tire and Appliance, and to the Down East Wood Ducks. I get to have lunch, like I said, again. Looking for you. Are you going to meet us, 1215? I'm going to try. Lovick's Cafe, John and uh, John and Greg Clemens. That should be a lot of fun. And, dude, i got to get my season tickets. I haven't bought my season tickets yet. It's one of those things that's just kind of slipped through the cracks, but I'm definitely getting them. Nice. nice. I, I, I'm going to sit behind Mr. Clemens again so I can throw uh, popcorn in his hair. Popcorn, peanuts. <laughs> get your popcorn hip. There you go. <laughs> that was a nod. Non sequitur, but I like that. Back to Mike Martin here uh, in our uh, first hour. Uh, where do you want to go? You want to talk uh, NFL? We've yeah, got, we've done you know, college so, basketball. Go so ahead. I don't know if you saw my post yesterday, yesterday or the day before on social media, um, but I've got a little beef with all the folks that are bashing and hating on Taylor Swift. Oh, no, I did not see it, but go ahead. So. Since You're not going to do the politically correct. Oh, let's not. No, you know. no I don't give it anything <laughs> about their actual relationship. My daughter okay. does, but um, she's she's a sweet. Oh gosh, yes. Go ahead. Um, but since September through Monday, um, the Taylor Swift brand impact on NFL revenue was $331.5 million. Now, Scotty Bugatti's boy, Lamar Jackson, will likely win the NFL MVP. But the most valuable player in the NFL to Roger Goodell is Travis Kelsey Without question, $331 million. And, you know, someone commented, you know, about this, that, and the other. And I was like, but, you know, there are, are, are young girls, my daughter included, and she's always been a Chiefs fan because she has family um, in the Kansas City, the greater Kansas City area. But, I mean, she turns in to watch. And and how old is she? Tell she's everybody 12. Yeah. She's 12. A 12-year-old. And, and, yeah. as, and as I said then, if one out of 100 of the young girls who turn in to watch just because of Taylor Swift become an NFL fan or a football fan or more knowledgeable about football, then it's for the greater good of the game, ultimately. Um. What does and, she do when they show Taylor? Does she squeal? Does she go, look, there she's there? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And, you know, but the other thing, and this was the better, this this to me is the better criticism, is what is the message that we're sending to 
women, young girls, uh, you know, teenagers, college, whoever, that we're going to criticize a couple because the incredibly successful female of that couple is out supporting the person that she loves. I mean, like, where, like, what is the message you're sending to to women that you know that oh, you shouldn't be there supporting the person that you love. You should be. Well, here's the here's the problem that I think with it. Okay, and I not not that I'm playing devil's advocate here with you, but there are so many people that think it's just a sham that it's not for real. So if you have that opinion of it that you know what that they're just a, a power couple trying to you know increase the other person's brand not that taylor swift needs anybody to increase her brand we know that and i mean but listen the nfl did you know of the top 100 shows in 2023 on tv mike martin did we talk about this last yeah, week well, oh, okay i couldn't remember because yeah. i've talked about it with one of my guests i couldn't remember if it was you but, or I mean, it was. but that's but 98 of the top 100 shows that were on tv in 2023 what were they nfl football, football game yeah yeah but you know so so I, well, let me finish so my point is i don't think that it's that people are denigrating her because she's a woman it has nothing to do it has to do with people we're, we're so just we suspect everything that, you know, we're so, and I, and I've gotten that way too. And I hate that. I used to be the most positive and trust everything kind of person. Well, it, this to me, just, it does, it sort of smacks of, but well, you know, it, but whether, but regardless of that, okay. If the byproduct of, uh, you know, I mean, cause guess what to Lily Grace, I mean, that's true love. I mean, you know, in 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 that mindset, and this bile just rose in my throat, well, but I mean, that's all right, and that's okay. I mean, I'm here, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just I, I do feel like the grumpy old men. I mean, and I think 32 seconds was the screen time that she had in the uh, AFC Championship game. Um, you know, and my thing is is if they're not showing her, then they're showing some dudes that look like you and I that have painted ourselves red or black and purple. Uh, dude, you're, you're cutting you know, yourself short. You're a good-looking man. You're a good-looking man, Mike Martin. I mean, I'm not you're Taylor, the best dressed man. I'm not in, Taylor uh, Swift good-looking. Not Taylor Swift good-looking. But yeah, I mean, I just I I don't see the outrage, and you know, I, I just. It it's sad, and um, you know I I'm here at like go Chiefs. I oh mean, yeah, well let me ask you this, and Linda just sent, dude. Like I said, everybody, this is so funny, man. I love when you come on, man. Just every you fire everybody up on my text uh, chain, up. dude. But Linda said, and I want your opinion on this, Mike Martin. She said she doesn't think it's a sham. She thinks it's a legitimate relationship. Your opinion, Mike. Not I mean, that it, I don't, I don't, I don't have any reason to think it's a sham. Okay. I mean, you know, I, it wasn't, it wasn't a situation where, uh, you know, we never heard of any courtship taking place until they she were, up, until yeah. they were at the game. I mean, you saw, you know, how it began to evolve. I think that, um, you know, it, gosh, I'm ashamed 
to a degree that I know so much about this. But, Dude, you have a preteen you know, daughter, right. man. But, you know, she was at an event, and it, and he happened to be at the same event, and he tried to reach out to her, and she kind of brushed him off. And then, you know, the charms of the Kelsey. I mean, clearly he got that from Jason Kelsey. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I just think it's a good thing. I mean, I, I think with all the really – terrible things that go on in the world that if this is if this you know is something that makes some people smile and gets more people to watch football then i'm all for it i mean and and here's the thing if it's fake you know they're saying that she has a concert the day before the super bowl in japan mm-hmm. and she's gonna fly from japan back for the game then good on them i mean like that's the best ruse in the history of ruses well i don't know and it so you think they're real linda thinks they're real i do too to i mean i don't i, mean, have, I, I mean, don't even really I don't have care. a reason not to think yeah, they're real yeah. and and honestly again i don't care well, like, I just I'm here for the song she's going to write about him here, yeah. and, uh, and if they do break up or if something bad happens, I mean, my dude, auto. <laughs> my auto. Auto. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> hey, our, our buddy Jacques Passelig uh, touches base here with us, and he kind of swerves a little bit, but I like this. He said, "Imagine if 10 percent of the females that watch the NFL watch the WNBA, their ratings would be 10 times or 20 times more." And he's, but he's right. I mean, he's right. But I mean, like. You're comparing, so they're both professional sports leagues, but the NFL has been in existence for, I mean, since the 50s? No, NFL was later. I'm sorry, I was reading two more text messages that came in when you said this. So say that again. No, this is NFL. awesome, dude. You you get people fired up here, man. Yeah, I like man. this, though, because Forrest Dawson, for. John Dawson's dad has chimed in we're going to get to that here in a second but what did you say the nfl has been in existence since what the 60s oh no no dude since the 30s oh 30s yeah remember they just had their uh what uh 75 year anniversary not long ago so yeah they've been around since the 30s so you know to compare viewership to a burgeoning league like the wnba how long do you um, think the wnba has been around um, because jacques just hit me with that 90s yeah, so for 30 years, and they have never made money, ever. Zero money. And I used to cover the WNBA. I covered the Charlotte Sting for four years when I was in Western North Carolina, dude. And you'd be lucky. I'm telling you, lucky if you had 200, 250 people in the crowd, dude. And most of those were given away. Well, okay? I, I tell you. So, Tickets were given away. Yeah, a nice segue from um, – Well, let, let me get to uh, Forrest Dawson yeah, real quick because uh, yeah. I don't want to get away from uh, – let's wrap up the Taylor Swift part. Jason said he's on your side with this one, okay? But Forrest Dawson said Taylor Swift is interviewing for the halftime show. Not sure what that means. Uh, better than what they're having for sure. Usher is the halftime show. do do doot. When I hear yeah. her, if someone says Usher, yeah, that's exactly what I, that's all I can think of. I really don't know any Usher songs other than that. But uh, Jacques said, imagine what kind of reaction Taylor Swift would get if she showed up to a WNBA game. He's right. That would actually empower women and give them a lot more viewers. Get No. Why are you shaking your head, Mike Martin? That Jacques because, makes a because, That's a good point. I mean, I, I'm not going to debate that. Yeah. I, I would be willing to bet that Taylor Swift has probably potentially been to a WNBA game. But, like, 
but this this actually <laughs> speaks more to my point is if it were to you know if it were self serving then it would be the WNBA because she is a woman yeah. and you know it for those who follow her music you would know that i mean she is someone who I, I'm empowers gonna, young yeah. women I i'm going to give you the lily grace example that you just gave because linda just hit it up this is absolutely true her nieces beautiful uh young ladies her nieces are i guess are both in their 20s don't give one crap about football okay guess what they do they now, watch. and they are watching Can and they will be watching the Super Bowl just to see Taylor Swift. So, whatever. I mean, it's not like the again. The Super Bowl is the number one show. You know, I mean, uh, every year. I mean, it is yeah. just a- absolutely every single year. Now it's got the Taylor Swift effect, dude. This may be the most watched oh, Super Bowl that that's I, ever been viewed, and it's going to be because of Taylor Swift. And, and, right, and for no other reason than yeah. Taylor Swift because, I mean, while the 49ers have a great fan base as well as the Chiefs, I mean, they're not polarizing teams nationally necessarily. So, <laughs> Hey, another you want another uh, Lily Grace example here? Hit me. Uh, Jason Bryant's little girl who, how old is she, Jason? He's messaging with me right now. I think she is eight, I think. Yep, yep, he just hit me, eight years old. She knows who Travis Kelsey is now because of Taylor yeah. Swift. Had no idea in the world who Travis Kelsey was. Also, Leo Locker. Dude, I'm telling you, I literally have 12 messages here from people that are the Mike Martin effect, okay? But Leo Lockhart says uh, Japan is 12 hours ahead of us. And she has enough time to get back on a private jet, which yeah, is that, fine. I mean, yeah, that's that was what the the. I mean, I I I don't remember the context that, that I heard that Leo, but um, the actual phrase that was said was uh, Roger Goodell needs to charter that private jet and pay for it for her. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Speaking of Leo Lockhart, and I meant to mention this yesterday, Leo, I am so sorry. Uh, Leo, you know, Leo, of course, uh, not, love not, that saw, dude to death. Saw him at Lovick's, uh, well, gosh, time slips away, but several weeks ago. Well, love that dude to death, the best official in our neck of the woods. He received the Dick Knox Distinguished, Distinguished Service Award from the East Carolina Baseball, or for oh, wow. the East Carolina Baseball Umpires Association. Uh, that's Incredibly the most prestigious well award you can get as a uh, as an umpire or as a referee. So congratulations, Leo, for getting that. He got it at the uh, Wayne County uh, uh, Hot Stove Banquet. Man, two more here. Dawson, John Dawson jumps in. Oh. He says, uh, Bill Burr, <laughs> I can read this. Let me, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. Bill Burr was right. <laughs> You're not going to like this, though. So. Chicks want to ruin the NFL because men enjoy it. <laughs> you almost spit up your water there. That was good. I mean, no, you know, no debate there. But you know, it's um, but you know, I I just don't see why grown men have to be so angry. Well, one more response here from Jacques. He said his girlfriend. Brittany, you know, you've met the uh, lovely Brittany. The lovely uh, Brittany. Uh, her daughters, they talk about Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs now all the time. Right. And I don't know how old they are, but they're younger, too. They're yeah, younger though, than yeah, your. They're, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah, they're younger they're... than your Lily Grace. But he says he's not upset about that, but it would be cool if she did go to a WNBA game and help promote that league is all he's saying. He said if women supported the WNBA as they do with other sports, it would be just fine. And he's right. 
You know what? Well, He's actually so right. So that's where I was going to go. I think what's going to be really interesting is um, the Caitlin Clark effect on the WNBA because Caitlin Clark is – Oh, she's a, she she's moves a generational talent, talent. She moves the needle. I mean, yeah. um, and, and look, Angel Reese as well. You know, there are some some – Young ladies playing college basketball right now. I, I watched the entire fourth quarter of the uh, LSU South Carolina game. Hey, put put a pin in that yep. just for because we're at the end of our first hour and we'll yeah, jump sure. right back in in that sure. second hour. But hey, thank you for joining us here for our first hour. Coming up in our second hour, more Mike Martin, Mike Shell from San Diego Padres here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs> 